I became a Christian when I was 19 years old. I was in a church and uh, I'd been invited by someone who's become a great friend now. And um, as I was listening to the sermon, I knew that Jesus was alive. And um, there was an invitation at the end of the service to give your life to Jesus. And I stuck my hand up and said, yes, I want to follow him. And at the end of the service, they invited anyone who made that decision to come to another room at the back of the church. So I went along and I met someone called Kevin. Kevin uh, was part of the Navigators group. And he said to me, uh, we're going to meet tomorrow morning at seven o'clock uh, to read the Bible and to pray. And this is my room number and um, I look forward to seeing you. And I thought, well, I'd just become a Christian. I was a student at university. This is what Christians do. Um, it was pretty early for me. I mean, students, I just was looking forward to my lion on a Monday morning uh, before lectures. And um, seven o'clock was like, okay. But nevertheless, I got up and thought, okay, this is, this is the Christian faith. This is what I'm gonna do. And um, for three weeks, I met with Kevin and we went through the book of 1 John. And it was amazing, verse by verse, he helped me to uh, understand the Bible, understand, you know, know how to ask questions of the text, um, deal with apologetic questions, um, and he taught me how to pray. And so I had like an intensive over that three weeks. And actually after that, he handed on to like the baton of discipling me to uh, a, another friend who'd actually taken me to church. And we continue to do that every morning. In fact, I lived two floors above him in my uh, college residence. And in the morning at seven o'clock, my alarm would go off. I'd tie some ties and dressing gown cords together with a mug at the end, lean out of my window and um, knock on his window to wake him up. By the time I got downstairs, he had a cup of coffee waiting and we continued to read the scriptures together. So in the first three months of, of being a Christian, I was discipled. I had this investment into my life that I just thought this is normal. And so it was completely uh, obvious to me to start doing that with other people. And in the 25 or so years that I've been a Christian, every year I've had several people, sometimes lots and lots of people who I've read the Bible with, I've prayed with, um, I've worked through scriptures with. And we've um, discussed, you know, how are you? What, what are you wrestling with in your life? What are the things that are going well? What are the things that aren't going well? And um, we've been able to pray. We've been able to um, engage in um, actually growing as a Christian with these people. And I think it was, I've been doing it for years and years. And it was only about seven years ago that someone said to me, uh, what about um, other people? What about um, asking, uh, you know, just going beyond that one line, that one generation of discipling. And I hadn't really thought about it. And someone pointed me to this scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. I'm going to read it. Paul, writing to Timothy, says this, And the things you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. This verse changed the whole way I saw discipleship. Because I had just been discipling people, I'd been asking them questions about their Christian faith, about their life and so on, and, and they were being discipled. But it never went beyond that. And I'd missed one key question all the way through, and it's this one. Very simply, who are you discipling? What we see in this verse is Paul discipling Timothy, who then disciples 
um, reliable people are able to teach. So there's something about character, there's something about skill, um, and others. Paul, Timothy, reliable people able to teach, and others. Four generations of disciple making. And so for me, it was very simply beginning to add that extra question, who are you discipling? So of course the person I was discipling, let's call them uh, Abel. Abel, who are you discipling? Abel would say, I am discipling Ben. Um, and how does he disciple him? He asks all the questions that I've been asking Abel. How are you? How's it going? How's the prayer life? What are you reading in scripture at the moment? What are you wrestling with? He would ask those questions to Ben. And of course, he would also ask the key question, who are you discipling? And so Ben would say, oh, I'm not sure I don't know anyone, but there is this person who isn't a Christian yet called um, Caleb. And uh, I've started to talk to him about Jesus. Fantastic. The disciple-making culture is, um, is off and away. And I think that's the way to lead from addition, where I can only do, maybe as a full-time worker, I can do 10, 15 people. But actually, once I'm into multiplication, adding a, a, a disciple-making culture where I disciple someone who disciples someone else who disciples someone else, you're into tens of thousands of people very, very quickly. So this is my own learning, where I've had to make that adjustment, I think, later in life, to realise I'd missed a key component in my own disciple-making, to actually say, who are you discipling? And so this is something that actually affects churches um, of all kinds, small, medium, large, where we can begin to start introducing a discipleship culture. And it starts with you. It starts with you saying, actually, who can I disciple? And of course, as soon as you find that person, whether they're a Christian or not, if they're not a Christian, you're beginning to introduce the Christian faith to them, if they're interested in that. But when they come to faith, you would start saying, actually, who are you going to disciple as well? So, and then you get into that multiplication factor. You can do it with, um, right now, it, it doesn't take very long to do. It's just adding one simple question. I commend that to you as something which will transform the discipleship culture of your own life and also your church. <laughs>